Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sesternino back here with our Survivor exit interview number one for Survivor 46. And we'll be talking to the man of the hour, the man of the two hours. Actually, that's uh, Jelinski is going to be joining us. David Jelinski here. First exit interview of the season. Plus, we've got a big surprise coming up this season on Twish, which we will do after the exit interview. So stick around for that. Last night, talked to Franny Marin from Survivor 44 on the post-game show. Really, really fun one to recap this Survivor episode. I thought it was a pretty fun start to the season. Stephen Fishback will be with me as well for the Survivor know-it-alls. And of course, you can check out this video interview with Jelinski on our YouTube channel, where you can also check out my interview with Jeff Probst from earlier this week. I see that we have Jelinski on the line. Uh, let's go ahead and bring in Jelinski. Hey, Jelinski, good morning. How are you? What's up, brother? Oh, that bell, man. You know, I wanted that's for that you. bell a little that's bit. That's for you. My, uh, I appreciate it, a man. A legend. A legend and one we will not soon forget, Jelinski. <laughs> I'd hope not. Seriously. Yes. All right. I'm honored Hi. to go down in the likes of Zane and Francesca. Yeah. And Reem. How are you doing today, buddy? I'm doing really good, Rob. Um, you know, I've kind of been in a good place ever since I got voted out because once everybody started following me in Pondy, the first thing they'd say was, man, Jelinski, you are a legend. You are still alive <laughs> in the game. And in fact, like, uh, once the merge happened, like people came back to me and they said, man, Jelinski, we were going to name the merge tribe after you. Wow. Okay. And I was like, what, what an honor, seriously. So I, I can't ask for more. Seriously. I'm super happy. I made my mark. Yeah, definitely an exciting episode. Happy to hear that you're taking it all in stride. Cause I know this could be tough to deal with. All right. So tribal council, I would love to know from you, uh, how big of a shock was this for you? So, um, as much as I would like to say that I was 100% certain it was going to be Jess, there was probably about 10% of me that knew it was going to be me. And I thought that because I knew how big of a threat I was just strategically. So um, the fact that Q was able to clock me uh, did not surprise me. It did not. And um, obviously, like being out there when you have three um, sort of leaders, uh, me, Q and Tiffany, I would say, uh, you guys don't necessarily, you won't get along all the time. So especially when you have different ideas, such as me and Q, uh, it, it was bound to happen. So I wasn't necessarily as blindsided as you think. It seemed like that maybe you came into tribal council not knowing, but by the time the vote happened, it seemed like, oh, this is going to be me. Was that a, an accurate description? Yeah, um, I knew it was going to be me uh, after I saw the second Jelinski. I knew there was some hope because I was expecting one Jelinski, and that was from Jess. But after that, um, in a perfect world, it was going to be Jess, 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 Jess. Um, unfortunately, it wasn't. And I was blindsided. And um, I was blindsided. It wasn't a blindside, but I was blindsided. It was actually a unanimous Near-sided. vote. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You got it. <laughs> yeah. I want to talk about everything that happened with the sweat challenge. Do you feel like that Q misread you as a person? Yes. Um, so that sweat challenge was obviously meant to be hard. And uh, something that wasn't shown was Q and I were bonding about being from Memphis. Uh, my family was born and raised in Memphis, and uh, we moved out here to Vegas, and they had me. 
Uh, Q lives in Memphis. Uh, obviously, he's from Mississippi, but they're they're very close. And uh, a Memphis mentality is something that they get behind is uh, this thing called grit and grind. So it was from the jump. I knew I didn't want to quit because I knew Q would look at me as a quitter. And I didn't want that. So as the challenge was going on and I was tearing up my feet, um, walking on the coral barefoot for an hour and a half, which really messed me up. Um, Q had presented the idea to me, yo, Jelinski, do you think we should quit? And I was like, I knew I was struggling. And uh, I mean, I, I could tell Q wasn't doing necessarily the best either because we had just about the same amount of water in each jug. It was hard. So um, when Q presented that idea to me, I was like, yeah, man, let's do it. Let's conserve our energy for the immunity challenge and hope for the best. Because in my mind, I, I was certain that we were going to win immunity. I mean, just looking at Sega, like our tribe was massive. Like I'm 6'4", Banu's 6 foot, Q's 6'1", Tiffany's a strong girl, just played rugby. Like we, and, and Banu is shredded, by the way, just wait. Uh, I mean, Banu is shredded. Just wait to see him with the, with his shirt off. Like this dude is... We, we were a strong tribe, so us losing immunity was a huge shock to me. Okay, uh, a lot to unpack there. Uh, so do you feel like that Q said one thing to you about, hey, let's quit the challenge, and then went back and told everybody else, like, oh, my God, can you believe Jelinski wanted to quit the challenge? Yeah, 100%. I mean, that's exactly what happened, and props to Q, because I didn't even realize that it was going to be spun that way, because when we came back to camp, uh, we were both saying it was a mutual decision. And honestly, Q was kind of harboring that horn the most. And so it wasn't even a thought in my mind that he was going around telling people that I was a quitter. Because Q, it wasn't an idea in my mind to quit until Q had presented it to me. Okay. So, yeah, major props to Q for being able to spin that. You talked about how physically fit the Yanu tribe was. Why did you guys do so badly in the challenges that you participated in? Yeah, I mean, I wish I could give an answer to you. Um, I, I think, you know, just being out there in Survivor, you've never done challenges like this before. So you don't necessarily know um, the best ways to get this completed. Um, and with that being said, like pulling down on that lizard head while we were trying to get it over, that was actually making it worse because the lizard head kept getting stuck. And we didn't know that at the time until you look back and you're like, oh, we probably should have lifted it up a little higher. And yeah, so we were, I mean, we just couldn't work together as a team. And that's how it goes sometimes. Going back to the sweat challenge, it seemed like that the the holes in the bucket did not seem like that you and Q were attempting at all to try to fill in the holes of the bucket. Did you guys try that? We tried. And those buckets were super difficult to um, to keep closed. And how many it holes? Was, several holes in that? Not, not quite several. Um, I'd say there were about five holes. And uh, <laughs> so th these holes were uh, positioned in a way that you couldn't get your whole hand around it. And, and I have big hands and I couldn't even get my whole hands around it. So it was created in a way that there would be one hole open at all time. And you couldn't put your shirt around it. You couldn't put anything in it. It was just you, the bucket and your fingers. OK, I want to talk about then you go on the journey. And here you go and you go out there and you get stuck with uh, the, the skull card and now you're in the pos position to lie. Um, can you just uh, talk through like, what what did we not get to see about uh, that interaction with Tevin and Maria? Yeah, so there was quite a bit you guys didn't get to see um, off the jump. 
uh, I was lying my ass off. And uh, Maria presented a question to us off the rip. She goes, what color was the pin on the voting parchment card? I knew the pin was blue. And I had said that. So when I said that, Tevin didn't know what color the pin was. So Maria actually believed it was me for the longest. And then eventually, as I was going back and forth with Tevin, that's when it started to click in my mind. I'm like, Tevin's such a large personality. Do I want to go back to my camp with 12 new enemies and no vote? Or do I want to, or and, and with a vote? Or do I want to go back to my camp with uh, two new allies and no vote? It seemed like a fair trade-off to me. Were you surprised at how poorly the rest of the Yanu tribe took the news about what happened? I was. I was very surprised. Um, I had asked them. I flipped the tables. I was like, what would you guys have done? And they said, I would have lied my ass off. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't know if that's necessarily the case because you're meeting all these people for the first time and you know eventually we're going to merge. So do you want to make 12 new enemies? I don't think so. It's a lot easier to say something before you do it. Even like a puzzle, for example, we were just now were on the puzzle and it's a lot easier to say, I could have got that puzzle done, but you weren't on the puzzle. It seemed like that this tribe got very close after you lost the immunity. You're all like seemingly like very emotional. Uh, what was it like uh, in your days at the Yanu tribe? Yanu is a shit show, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, that good? Yeah, just... Just off the jump, man, we were we were all kind of just independent characters. And uh we we certainly were close, but everybody had their own agendas out there. And and it was kind of apparent, like everybody knew that deep down in their heart. So there there was a lot going on out there. We our shelter was shit. We didn't have fire, we didn't have any fruit, we could barely open the coconuts. It was a mess, man. Okay. Seemed like that Jess was really struggling during these first three days of the game. Was that your experience also out there with Jess? Uh, with Jess, yes. We could all tell that she was super sleep deprived and she like she couldn't even formulate a sentence at tribal. And that that obviously made me feel great. I was like, man, this girl can't even talk. Of course I'm gonna stay. But um it, it, that was definitely my experience with Jess. That's that's what I'll say. Um, I mean, it, but it's hard out there, those elements. Like I, I'd say a lot of the reasons I behaved how I behaved was partly because of the elements. Like my feet were so messed up. Um, I lost my water bottle as well. I ended up being allergic to coconut. I had so many gashes around me. There was just a lot going on out there. It seemed like that you and Kenzie had a really strong bond early on. She ultimately is one of the votes against you. Uh, did you see that coming at all? I did see it coming because I could feel the vibe that uh, Q was giving me. And I, I knew because I, I see a lot of myself in Q and I was like, if these guys are smart, they'll get me out for sure. And uh, they're smart. They definitely know what they're doing. Um, so when when it was a group decision, you know, that's kind of how it goes in Survivor. You don't want to be the odd man out. But what I will say uh, surprised me was I was surprised uh, Tiff and Kenzie were kind of really uh, gunning for me to stay. Even Banu for a little bit. Um, but Q was, you know, you don't want to, <laughs> when someone's like a, a leader, you don't want to go against the pack. Now, did you have any idea about Tiffany had the beware advantage and ultimately found an idol? I had no idea. And uh, Kinsey and Q were very good at covering that up and hiding it against me. Uh, I didn't even know about that until last night. I was aware Tiff uh, found the beware advantage, but I thought that happened on night four. 
or day four. I didn't realize that that happened on like day one or two. Mm-hmm. So I, I was really surprised to see that. Right. You don't think that in any way that Tiffany could have been throwing the challenge to get the key to be able to get her vote back, right? No, nah, there's no way. We're, we're all competitors. Like, we, we didn't want to lose that challenge. Okay, Jelinski, you had these three days out there. What else do we need to know about your time on Survivor? Man, um, <laughs> you know, when I, when I came back... Um, to the states and once everybody else started coming back they kept telling me Jelinski you genuinely are, are such a legend like you were talked about every single day out there almost every single tribal and it was joked that uh they were going to name the merch tribe after me yeah so that that was like it's a huge honor and uh it genuinely means a lot and I I can't ask for much more than that. I'd rather go down flaming and memorable as a first boot than go out um, maybe like at fifth place and not be remembered. Go I don't big know. Or go home. Yeah, exactly. Okay. exactly that. You came in as a student of the game. You said you watched every single season three times. What did you get wrong in terms of how you were looking at coming in versus how it actually went? So in Survivor, um, everything's a variable. You, you can't judge how you're going to do based on other seasons. Um, every person is different. Every situation is different. And you got to just be present. You got to be out there, make connections and play the game of Survivor that is being presented in front of you. Um, we haven't talked uh, too much about Banu in your tribe. How's he fitting in? Um. Banu and Jess both didn't fit in. And um, Banu is actually someone I was super close with out there. Like Banu didn't have a lot of one-on-one time with people aside from myself. So him uh, voting against me was also kind of surprising. But I mean, personally, that's what's surprising. But I mean, it's the game of Survivor. You can do what you got to do. But I mean, you saw the four of us click immediately. Uh, and that, that's just how it goes. You know, if you that's just how it goes in life. Whoever you connect with, you connect with. And that's that. Uh, Banu and Jess kind of were the latter of that. If you thought that you could get out of the sweat task, do you think that you would have made it for, past the first tribal council? Yes. OK, that I do. That would have changed the entire narrative. Um, I, who knows, like everything affects everything in this game. Maybe if we completed the sweat task, I wouldn't have gone on the journey. Maybe if we completed the sweat task, I would have found the idol. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just so many uh, ifs. Yeah. And um, yeah, you, you never know what could happen in this game, man. All right. Well, Jelinski, thanks again for making some time to come on. You gave us several mo- moments that we'll be talking about for many, many years. So we appreciate that. All the best to you outside Survivor. Okay, Jelinski. Thank you, Rob. It's been an honor to be here today. All right. Take care, and, hey, Rob. Yes. Not all legends win their first time around. Sometimes they don't win ever. That is also true. (laughs) (laughs) Jelinski, take care, buddy. Okay. Yes, sir. You too. Bye. All right, everybody. There you have it. Jelinski. And happy to hear that it seems like he's taking it all in stride. This can be, you know, tough on people to be the first boot, especially when it's a young person. You know, you'd like to see that they're taking it all in stride. And so it seemed like that he was a good sport about everything. So uh, really happy to hear that. Interesting that he says that Q was the one who was more pushing to quit and that he went along with it. You know, 
I feel like that does make some sense because I feel like that when he throws the hourglass, uh, you don't see Q screaming in the background like, what are you doing? So, yeah, interesting. Uh, Q, let's keep an eye on what he is doing as uh, we go along. And, uh, yeah, could have had a merch tribe named <laughs> Jelinski. All right. Coming up next, Jordan Kalish is around the corner. We've got a whole new idea for Twish. Let me bring in Mike Bloom's preseason interview with Jelinski. Jelinski just got done telling us he was going to win the season. Write his name down. He's the winner. Definitely. Here's the ending of Jelinski's interview with Mike. Let's do this thing. All right. Well, I'm going to send you running through the jungle again. This was an absolute delight. Man. Mike, this is so awesome. Good to meet you. Great, great to meet you too. And I'm excited to be on the podcast at yeah, later dates. Of course, Survivor yeah. trivia. I want to be a part of it. Okay. Shout out to. And I know Jordan Kalish is definitely listening. That, yes. that Jordan may be listening. <laughs> Future Twitch contestant. Well, thank you so much, man. All right. The new era players. They think they know their trivia. We'll put them to the test with a brand new wrinkle on Twitch coming up right after this. All right, everybody, we're back for this week in Survivor history, a brand new season, a new twist. It's the new era of, you know, we had been doing things, uh, and I'm so glad I get the chance to talk about this, and we were doing Twish uh, a certain way for a certain number of years, and so I had been, uh, I got a call from Mike White, who is, you know, as we all know, as listens to the podcast, and, and I said, uh, Mike, what do you think about what we've do, been doing with Twish? He's like, is it fun? He's like, you know what? You're right. It's not. Uh, we need to do better. And so we said, let's, this is the new era of Twish. And so back with us, of course, it's Jordan Kalish. Jordan, how are you? Are, are you even, are you even a fan of what I do, <laughs> yes. Rob? Yes, because, because you're about to see, we're about to blow your minds, people, because I promised a big idea and that's what we have here today because all season long, I'm going to be taking on the trivia titans of the new era. And with us here, somebody who has studied the show. He has interviewed uh, many, many titans uh, across many different subjects. Let's welcome in the great Dwight Moore is here from Survivor 43. Thanks for having me. Hopefully I do well in this trivia because I've done trivia with Jordan twice now and I've come in second both other times. Okay. So, Well... Look, um, I guess there's a 50-50 shot here today, Dwight. Very excited to have you here to kick off this brand new version of Twish here in the new era of Twish. And so just to explain how this is going to work, Jordan Kalish, the Survivor Trivia Guru, he's got a bunch of new questions that he's going to ask. Each week, we'll have a different Survivor alumni here to challenge me and it's old school versus new school in survivor trivia. And here's the wrinkle each week. The survivor new era player will be playing to win $100 for the charity of their choice. Dwight, Woo! how about that? Love to hear that. Okay. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm excited. Hopefully I can win money for a charity. And the wrinkle is if Dwight loses, he Pays me $100. Wait, that wasn't in the contract. Hold on. Wait, wait a second. Can no. We, can we discuss Here's this? what's going to happen. Here's what's going to happen, okay? Because we want we, we don't want to dangle the money and then not give it to people. So if I beat Dwight today, that money rolls over to next week. And whoever comes in next week will be playing for 
$200 for the charity of their choice. The stakes are immense, Rob. The stakes are immense. High stakes here for the new era of Twish, okay? All right, and we're doing these on YouTube this season. We're going to say we were going to break it up, not in the exit interview. So if you're looking for this, that's where they're going to be, not at the back, only in the podcast version on the same podcast as the exit interview YouTube. It will be like David Pumpkins, its own thing. Okay. All right, so let's see. We will see if Rob is going to be temporarily withholding money from charity if he were to beat Dwight in the quiz this week. Holding money uh, from our, Dwight's charity and giving it to from, the, from maybe Dwight's, giving it to the next charity. Uh, that's, true. That's, that's why I said temporarily withholding. Yes. Uh, it'll eventually go now, to charity. Who, maybe next what week. If you, okay, what if you win every week? Are you are you not going to give the money to charity? Well, I, if I go the whole season, if I go undefeated for the season, I should get to keep the money, right? All right yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. That's true. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now, Dwight. Tell the listeners, uh, what charity are you playing for? Um, so I think I mentioned a lot. I'm from Memphis, Tennessee, and I have some friends who've utilized St. Jude Children's Hospital a lot for various things. Uh, they are an amazing organization, um, help a lot with kids, various um, like conditions and disabilities. And I think uh, they always accept donations. It always needs all to go to a good cause. So playing for St. Jude's Great Children's Great cause. St. Jude's Children's Hospital could be the recipient of $100 here today if Dwight knows his survivor trivia. Okay, Dwight, how, by the way, before we get to the trivia, how's everything going with you? Life's going well. Um, yeah, everything's, can't complain. I'm in New York now. I moved here a few months ago and it's been, life's, life's good. Okay. All right. Jordan, what are the rules yes, for today's ready. game? So here, here are the rules. I'm going to ask a couple questions, a bunch of questions, not too many. Don't worry. Uh, you have to buzz in by saying your name. So Rob, you'll say Rob. Dwight, you'll say Dwight. It, it actually works out that you each have one syllable names. Whoever buzzes in will get to answer a question. If you are right, you'll get a point. If you're wrong, you'll lose a point. And if you're wrong, the other person will be able to try to guess for a point if they would like to buzz in. But if you guess and you're wrong, you lose a point no matter what. Dwight, that I believe did hurt you in the, the last time we played uh, played trivia. Uh, so so I hope that doesn't happen again. It is time for you to win one of these games. Second place, it's 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 fine. But when it's second out of two, it's not so good. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to change it today. All right. Nervous Let's about this guess. buzzer, Jordan. I, I'm not so <laughs> nervous about it. I, I am. Uh, I have been a buzz judge before and I will okay. be a buzz judge again. We are going to start the first. There are two rounds of this game. The first round, we are we, Rob, you alluded to the fact that this is old school versus new school trivia. Yes. So the first round is going to be from the old, old era, a.k.a. the single digit seasons. Oh. Rob, you may have a little bit of an advantage here. However, we will get to the second round where I think advantage. I lived it. Advantage. So I, I did not. I, and I'm going to say this, though. I did not pick any seasons, Rob, that you played on. OK, so at least it's not one that you were there for. So well, you could have both seen the 43 other ones to pick from. <laughs> yes. Well, no, this is the, this is all single digits. So oh, it's, it's, okay. seasons one, okay. one, one through nine. Yes. Uh, but no, no all stars and no Amazon. So I will read the question and you will buzz in. You could buzz in at any point. If I uh, if I don't finish reading the question and you're and you're wrong, uh, shame on you. So okay. let's go. Here's <laughs> okay. question. I'm going to be like Omer's sister. <laughs> oh yes, uh, Javeria, right? A uh, yeah, great, yes. great run on. Uh, Who on is Javeria? Jeopardy title. Who is Javeria? You don't have to answer in, in the form of a question on okay. Twitch. Question number one: Which tribe won Survivor's first ever immunity challenge? Rob, Rob, Tagi. 
Tagi is incorrect. So you have a negative one to start. Uh, Dwight, would you like one. to answer? You don't have to nope. if you don't want to. The nope. answer is Pagong. Pagong won the challenge. Got ahead of myself. Got ahead of myself. Mad at myself on that one. Yeah. Yeah, Tagi would eventually uh, do better at the end of the game, but beginning of the game, they did mm. they did the first mm-hmm. challenge. Okay, question number two. In the Panamanian village on Survivor Pearl Islands, who traded all their clothes besides underwear for their tribe gear? Rob. Uh, Rob. Austin. Austin Taylor is correct. Yeah. Uh, you were at zero. And we are tied zero, zero. I'm back, question baby. Question number three. We are back. <laughs> we are tied. Who is the only Survivor winner to receive votes at the first Tribal Council of the uh, the season in which they won? Rob. Rob. Richard Hatch. Uh, that is incorrect, I believe. Wait a second. I want to check my, my answer. Oh, my here we go correct. again. Hold on. That, that might be I, right. That sounds... That sounds that's right, but I no, I think it was Rudy who received the vote. I, I did the research here before that, but now you're having me second guess myself. So I am going to go to Survivor Borneo Wiki. I am going to look at the voting chart, and I I should have uh, I should have been more confident, Rob, because uh, Richard Hatch did not uh, receive a vote at the mm-hmm. tribal council. Stacy, Rudy, and Sonia did. So Kalis was right. Uh, uh, you lose a point. Uh, Dwight, are you buzzing in? I just I just gave the no. answer. You so you can't buzz in anymore. Yeah, it's over. Yeah, no. So okay, question number four. In the Survivor Thailand premiere, who on Chewigan got sick potentially due to dehydration? Rob. Rob. Tanya. Tanya Vance is correct. Uh, well, zero points. We talked about Mike White. Tanya, a great uh, white boy. A lot character. of action for it to be a tied game. I yeah. know. I know. Keep, keep, keep guessing things you don't know too. <laughs> I'm waiting for new era. Old old this era is, is tough. And this is the last. This is the last question of the old era. So oh, uh, here we go. Who took the map for the Buran tribe in Africa and got their tribe lost, leading to some early camp drama? Rob. Dwight. Rob. Diane. Diane Ogden. Rob, with all that work, you finished with one point. Dwight's <laughs> at zero. We're going to go into the new era trivia. Uh, Diane Ogden, the first boot of that season. I was rooting. She was my winner pick, actually, uh, in, in Survivor Africa for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, but Rob has a one-point lead. We're going into round two, baby. Mm-hmm. This is the new era round. This is also a buzz-in round. The answer for the for all of these questions are going to be new era Survivor season. So anywhere from 41 to 45, obviously 46. Uh, it does not count yet. Uh, so there not be any Survivor 43 questions. There, there might be some uh, Survivor 43 questions. <laughs> well, what the Rob, hell? It's, what it's, for the, it's for the well, children, Rob. It's for well, the St. Jude oh, for, children. For Rob, we're not going to do any hit season. Well, Rob, you, did, about you season. did watch season season 43. They're, but I didn't live saying, it. I'm saying I wasn't there for half of it either, Rob. So that's, that's, that's true. That's Dwight, true. But why, the why were my seasons off limits? Your you were there for the majority of your season. I... I could I could have included I just didn't find any 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 trivia that I wanted okay, to you use made from a point and say like oh don't worry I don't I won't ask any questions about Rob season I'm saying that there could be okay. the answer okay. could be 43 it might not be we don't know okay. Okay? okay so here we go new era the first person voted out was from the same tribe as the eventual winner Dwight Dwight Survivor 43 Survivor 43, that, that, that is uh, correct. Mariah, the first person voted out. Gabler, the winner of the season. We are tied one to one. Uh, the beware these advantage. comments are going to be... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Spicy. You know, I, you know I live for the controversy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, the question, num- question number two of this, of this round. The beware advantage led to a clue on the tribe's flag. Dwight. Dwight. 
45. 45 is correct. Dwight has a two to one lead. Mm-hmm. Two players were voted out on day three. Dwight. Dwight. 41. 41 is correct. Dwight has a three to one lead. Abraham and Sarah. Uh, the the uh, t- t- always always grouped together. Abraham and Sarah. They were uh, are the two people voted yes, out very on much day so. three. We had uh, we had other seasons where two people went home on day three, but they were not both voted out. Um, the inheritance advantage was Dwight. introduced in the premiere. Dwight forty four forty four. Dwight with a four to one lead. All contestants who attempted the sweat savvy challenge were unsuccessful. Rob. Dwight. Dwight. That was even. No, Dwight said it first. Dwight said it first. Five to one. Dwight Dwight had, had it in first, Rob. I have it on video. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dwight has a five to one lead. We have three questions left. However, there is potentially a, a we'll, we'll talk about this, Rob. I was like, I'll let the stop. You, you know, you're like, oh, mm-hmm. three questions first? So, okay. well, well, because I have one little uh, one little gimmick at the end here. That oh, we'll, God. See if Rob oh, no. wants to, yes. we'll see if Rob wants to do it. I, it's it's up to him. He is the showrunner here. But uh, que- question, <laughs> doesn't okay, feel like question. it. Okay. <laughs> a shot, a shot in the dark was used unsuccessfully in the premiere. Dwight. Dwight. 44. That is incorrect. Dwight loses the point. Oh, okay. The, uh, a shot in the dark I, was used unsuccessfully in the premiere. Um, Rob. Rob. 42. 42, friend of the pod. If uh, I can that, that, there were two shot in the dark playing 44's premiere. One was unsuccessful. Who played the other one? Matthew. That is correct. I'm giving you both a point there. I'm taking away Dwight's last point. I'm giving Dwight a point. Rob, you also get a point. That is correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is it is six to two. That is correct. Uh, okay, so uh, next question. Two more left. Um, an idol was played in the premiere. Dwight. Rob, Dwight. Dwight. 44. 44 is correct. Brandon played the idol. Maddie, unfortunately, idled out. One more. A member of the eventual final three received at least one vote in the premiere. Dwight. Dwight. 43. That is correct. Dwight on a hot streak to end the game is up eight to two. So Rob, I, I actually will say even with the gimmick, uh, you would unfortunately mm-hmm. not be able to win this game. So here's the gimmick that I have here and we could cut this out of the podcast if we're not going to do it oh. because you said you, you said keep it tight. And that's why I'm saying we have an option. It is a competitive verbal rebus. I have a verbal rebus prepared where if at any point, you know, the answer to the verbal rebus, you'd be able to gain three points. If you, if you got it before the other person, Dwight, do you know what a verbal rebus is? No clue what that is. Well, let me, well, let me, uh, you know, you'll be, you'll, you'll be happier than <laughs> in your life when you didn't know what it was, but it's do, true. Are, yeah. so Rob, we don't even have to do it. We, we well, can, you end can't it. We see, can the end listeners are going to say to do it. Okay, so the listeners love the verbal rebus. They're always like, mm-hmm. we, we, Rob always wants to cancel it. I always want to bring it back. And the listeners are like, Kalish is right. We want mm-hmm. to bring back the verbal rebus. So the verbal rebus, a, a rebus puzzle is a puzzle where you have different syllables that are usually formed by pictures and you could figure out what the answer is based on the picture. A verbal rebus is when I read the clues. They're all survivor trivia related clues. The only wrinkle of this is that if you know the answer at any point, you can buzz in. Uh, and if you get it before the other person, you get three points. Unfortunately, Rob, you have been mathematically eliminated here, mm-hmm. but let's do it. The listeners love the verbal rebus. So I will read it. And at any point, if you know the survivor contestant that I'm talking about, you could buzz in. This is only going to be the first name of a well-known survivor contestant. So that's your clue. Okay. Here are the verbal rebus clues. We have Matt Blankenship's showman's partner mm-hmm. minus what B injured in David versus Goliath. 
Okay. Plus, Marty Piombo pretended to be this type of grandmaster. Franche- Francesca. Uh, Francesca. I'm going to say that Rob got that first. Rob yeah. said Francesca. Francesca Hoagie uh, unfortunately voted out in two different premieres in her Survivor career. So Rob gets three points. But Dwight, $100 for St. Jude. You win the game. Eight, two, six. All right. Well, that's the only thing that's keeping me from raging right now is that the money is going to a good cause. So congratulations. So what's, the, what's the problem? Why, why? Because I put Survivor 43 questions in there. Ah, look, I'll let the audience be the judge. So here's the thing. So Dwight, you did get $100 for St. Jude, but you did potentially take away $100 from another worthy Wait a second. next week. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> it, it, the, the next week, it only, it only goes, it's only going to be $100 next week. There could be another great charity and you took the money away from yeah. them. Don't what? tell the person next week that. Yes. Just let me know that. Yes. Jordan, don't you think it would be fair if you kicked in $50 and then we went... Uh, Half on this hundred dollars. So so every week, I'm a, I, I'm a teach, I'm a teacher. Rob. I will, I will, I will kick in. I'm going to say that since since Dwight won, I'm a humble, I'm a humble podcaster. Yeah, yeah, po- yeah podcast <laughs> empire. You, you're interviewing probes. You got probes. You got Vanity Fair. Weren't you in Vanity Fair? You were in something recently. You were on the this news. is Vanity Unfair. <laughs> I'm on Vanity Unfair every week. I'll, I'll kick in. Uh, I'll, I'll kick in some some money. I don't know if I could do this every week, but I can okay. definitely kick in some money. St. Jude, great great charity. I have in my life. Don't you could match it. You could Jude match before. the hundred every week. The hundred every week? Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, my, think about it. That's like my my paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> all right, no, but in all seriousness, uh, good job, Dwight. You, you hear Hunter Hunter McKnight on on the Mike Bloom interviews? Twenty seven thousand dollars. I mean, look, I don't live in Mississippi, but the cost of living here in New York too much. Too much. Well, yeah. What what voice are you doing? I don't know. Is this like Regis? What is this? <laughs> I don't you know. I think it. I think it is. I I have turned into Regis on on this podcast before. <laughs> Oh my gosh. But what's to be a hundred and <laughs> right. all right, that's it. That's it. Dwight, great job. Very impressive. How was, well was you this, know the new tight? era. Was this tight, Rob? No. This <laughs> was wasn't the tight. opposite of tight. <laughs> I thought this was, well, we, we were going back and forth a little bit. I thought that was doomed in the beginning. Oh, yes. Jesus. Okay. All right. So uh, we want to get the felt, feedback. Uh, let's see what the what the listeners say. Uh, beyond fair or unfair <laughs> questions. Uh, I don't know if the buzzer book buzzer questions are the way to go. I, well, I, yeah. I think that what we want to do is make sure people have the chance to play along. So sure. maybe Just make it quick. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. All right. We but could, then, we could alternate. We could always alternate. But I then like when the we buzzer... argue about who got in faster, it doesn't make it quicker. Eh. What, what is getting <laughs> it in faster between friends? Okay. All right. Dwight of course is streaming games. Uh, he just did blood on the clock tower uh, recently. Dwight, where can people keep up with what you're doing? Um, so Twitter, Dwight Moore Jr., like Dwight Moore underscore Jr. and Twitch doing more. I uh, do Clock Tower every other Saturday right now. Yes. Please so, get Stephen yeah. Fish back in there. He very badly wants to play. I have contacted him for the both before. He's just been busy. I'm contacting him again for he is busy. this next one coming up. We'll see. But eventually we'll get him in there. But yeah, doing it with Survivor and Big Brother alum starting next week or this upcoming Saturday. So if you like any social deduction games, I would say tune in. Okay. And then Jordan? You can catch me every week on TV with Kathy Lee Gifford. Uh, and uh, you can also follow me on Twitter at Jordan Galish. <laughs> always, always hosting uh, viewing parties in, in New York City as well. For okay. Survivor. And I believe, Dwight, I will be seeing you at a uh, viewing party tonight. 
Yes, right. you will. And then uh, thanks, everybody, so much for joining us. We'll have our first uh, feedback show of the season coming up on Friday. So uh, get questions in for that. We'll also take calls from the patrons. Uh, that's uh, robhasawebsite.com slash voicemail. And, of course, if you want to uh, be uh, one of the people asking the questions, of course, come and join our patron community, Greatest Reality TV Community in the world at robinswebsite.com slash patron. Thank you so much for joining us and listening. Take care. Have a good one. Bye.